Welcome to episode 16 of the Retronym Podcast, and today I'm going to be talking about one of the classics, Super Mario Brothers for the NES. There are times in my life, especially, and you might be able to relate to this depending on, you know, what kind of job you have or the kind of interests that you have, that you just feel completely unprepared to speak about a topic that you just know so much about. Now, take me, for example. I'm, I'm a teacher, you know. I've been teaching for, you know, this is my 11th year, honestly. And then I went to college for years previous before that or years prior, I should say, because that's more, you know, grammatically correct, years prior to learn how to become a teacher. So you would think that this is a craft that I, that I really know and that I can really talk about, like, you know, backwards, forwards, sideways, squareways, any other ways that you can think of, to borrow a line from the great Willy Wonka. But if somebody asked me, like, okay, what's it like being a teacher? Or, you know, why are you a teacher? Or can you explain such and such to me? A lot of the time, it's just like, it does take me a little while to really feel prepared to speak on it. Like, I, I, I tend to go blank. I search my brain for what I know that I'm an, I'm an expert in this field to an extent. Like, I, I know what I'm doing. But you ask me about, oh, what's your, I don't know, daily lesson plan output like? Like, how do you actually put that together? You know, what is your discipline and consequence program in your class? Like, how do you manage it? you know, all the different behaviors. And it's just like, I don't really know. You, you ask me questions like that, and I'm like a deer caught in headlights. So what is that, you know, when we know so much about a subject, and yet we feel completely inadequate to discussing it? Maybe that's the imposter syndrome. I'm not really sure. But all of that leads me to talking about today's game for this episode, and that is the Super Mario Brothers for the Nintendo Entertainment System. The original Super Mario Brothers. I don't know why I called it the Super Mario Brothers, because that, I don't know. That's how my brain was stuck. But Super Mario Brothers for the Nintendo Entertainment System. Like, I I have probably played this game more times than I can count, to be perfectly honest. Like, I have played through it. I have done my own version of a speedrun for it, which, you know, obviously isn't up to the level of play that everybody else in the world seems to be able to do, but I, I do a pretty decent job. I can get from World 1-1 to 8-4 and beat the game, warps or no warps, pretty quickly. I have played every single incarnation of this game that I can get my hands on. So, you know, original NES, absolutely. The Super Nintendo version with All-Stars, the All-Stars cartridge, absolutely. Versus Super Mario Brothers in an arcade, I've played that on an actual arcade cabinet and on the Switch re-release. I've played the Game Boy Color port in Super Mario Bros. DX for the Game Boy Color, like the Game Boy Advance port when you had the little NES Classic line for that, for the Wii Virtual Console, the Wii U Virtual Console, the 3DS Virtual Console, the Switch Nintendo Online thing. I don't really know what to call that, to be perfectly honest. The fact of the matter is, if there's a version of this game, I've probably played it in some way, shape, or form. Countless different hacks and the Kaizo versions of these game, of this particular game, I should say, of the original Super Mario Brothers, I have played more times than I can count, but I don't really know how I can ever really speak to anything about this game. Like, what can really be said about Super Mario Brothers anymore? I just always feel completely unqualified to discuss it. Why do I even enjoy it? Maybe it's the nostalgia factor. I don't know. 
is it actually a good game or have I just mastered it to the point where it feels comfortable? I don't know. That's still nostalgia based. Maybe it is. Maybe it isn't. I don't know. But I can definitely say that this is one of the first games that I really remember playing, watching. My parents like to tell me like all the time, apparently, that as, you know, a brand new baby and a toddler, I was like 100% transfixed by this game. Whenever my brothers would play it in front of me, I was like, boom, I'm right there. My parents actually used to set one of the little baby swings. Maybe you saw those in the 80s and 90s where it just goes back and forth, automatically back and forth, back and forth. Now, to this day, I don't really know if that's actually helpful for the baby. So it kind of makes me a little nervous to think that I was in that chair for many, many hours at a time watching a TV. But obviously at the time, I didn't care because I was watching Super Mario Brothers. And I can really distinctly remember like this is one very specific memory that I have of being in a basement of a house. I can't even remember what house it is, but it was in the basement and it was like wall to wall carpet, like carpet on the walls. Was that a thing? Carpet walls? I'm not really sure, but that's the memory I have. Maybe it was wood paneling. Maybe it was carpet walls, really ugly shag carpet. Everything was just kind of really brown, like different shades of brown in this basically a typical 1980s basement even though I wasn't really in the 80s. I guess it was early 90s. But I remember being in this downstairs area, and I was with a group. I'm pretty sure it's my, my two older brothers and some cousins, and we were just sitting around like a fairly large CRT just playing Super Mario Brothers. And it's just, I, I don't know if this is a dream that I had just because I like absorb Super Mario Brothers like innately or if it's a real memory, but I just remember like just that first level and the controller was given to me and I was told that I am playing the game now. And while the specific things that were said to me are lost to time, and honestly, I honestly couldn't tell you if it actually did happen. I do remember taking that controller pushing the right arrow on the directional pad and just walking straight into that first Goomba. It's just like I knew instinctively that the goal was to jump over that first Goomba. But for the life of me, like in my brain, I didn't know how that worked. And whether it was a dream or an actual memory is irrelevant. This kind of stuck with me like for many, many years. Like I cannot play that first level without thinking about that specific memory. Like, even thinking about it now, it's like, oh, okay, something else is coming up. Like, I feel like I'm smelling like cigarette smoke from the experience because, you know, it was the early 90s. People smoked a lot, and I had a lot of family that smoked, so it would make sense that there would be, like, cigarette smoke and, like, the taste of, like, a Sprite or something or a 7-Up. It's like, maybe I was drinking that near the time. All of these, like, senses and experiences are just, like, really absorbed in my brain, and molded into my memories like they they are so intertwined with my memories of super mario brothers like would i say super mario brothers is my favorite game really not honestly like i'm thinking about my top 100 game list and i'm think i don't even know where super mario brothers actually is like placed on that list because it's a good game it's a great game it's a masterful game it's not my favorite game and yet this initial experience with this game or this initial memory or this initial dream with it has so like invaded just the section of my mind that is tied with nostalgia and being a kid that 
it's really hard to understand how to explain that. And it's like, again, all my senses are absorbed into this. Like I'm legitimately like feeling the memories and the taste and the smells as I'm imagining this because it's all tied to Super Mario Brothers. And I hope that's not like making the game out to be more than it really is because in the end, it's a game. It's, you know, it's ephemeral entertainment really in a lot of different ways. And, you know, that's not something people want to hear, but it really is. You know, it's like that first time you watch that movie or you listen to that song that sticks with you for the rest of your life. I mean, for me, the movie is Back to the Future. Like, that's the movie that I would definitely say is like the definition of what my childhood was like. And I don't know why my parents let me watch that movie. That movie was very, very foul. So I don't know how they let me watch that. Lots and lots of language. I was very shocked by that when I revisited it like last year. But that's like the movie that sticks with me. It's like, here's the cartoon that sticks with you. And it's just interesting how these memories that we make when we are so, so young, and especially around video games, because that has a level of interactivity that a lot of these other things don't have. And so they can really like overpower, like, what is the important thing about it? Because here I am talking about the game, but not really talking about the game. Like I could go over the graphics. The graphics are simple. The music, definitely that initial overworld song is a bop. And you know, being underground, like the do 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 do, it's just really great. And Bowser's Castle, that movie, or that that music was like super super anxiety inducing. And I could talk about all this stuff, like the you know, the different enemies, you know, the idea of the Mushroom Kingdom, the instruction manual that gave an actual backstory to it, the the Super Mario Brothers Super Show, which came out you know many years after the original game and everything, uh, the original Super Mario Brothers movie, which I watched as a kid, you know. All these things about it, I, I could talk about it, but for some reason, the sum of all the parts of the game don't necessarily like hit that same level of just the experience of it in such a formative time in my life. So it's like, I don't know how to talk about Super Mario Brothers because, like I said, I'm doing all this talking surrounding the game and nothing about the actual like mechanics or graphics or anything about the game itself because. I don't know what I can say. There's really no way for me to step outside of my own self when it comes to examining this game. I, I have to do it from my perspective, from my viewpoint right here. Like, this is my experience with Super Mario Brothers, and it's a wonderful game. I love this game so much. Even though it's not, like, my favorite game, it's that comfort food, you know? You know, people talk about video game comfort foods. Like, what is your comfort food game? It's like, okay, th it's obviously Super Mario Brothers. I can pick it up at the drop of a hat, get through a majority of the game, enter a good, like, little flow state, to be perfectly honest. Like, that and Tetris and everything. Games like that that I put so much time into and just being able to just play it and feel almost like an expert at it, even though clearly I'm not, because I'm not a speedrunner. I'm not capable of, like sitting on the same level as a lot of people are when it comes to Super Mario Brothers. But even still, I would say that Super Mario Brothers, it's like, it is a game for me. It's my game. Like, this is the game that I could always go back to, that, that I could always just revisit and feel those same intense feelings. Like, I don't know how else to explain it, but that's where my experience lies. And while this may sound super abstract and artsy fartsy and creative it's it's really not supposed to be because really and truly i have an entire page of notes 
in front of me. And it talks about the things that you might want to hear if you're hearing about the facts about a game. But when it comes to the actual experience, like, that's not written on here. I don't know. Everything I've been talking about is not written down here. But I can talk about it as, like, a player of the game. And I just find that interesting. So, like, this entire episode, completely, really unscripted. And yet, I I feel like I've dove into how this game made me feel more than I could really, like, do it justice. Or, I guess that doesn't make sense. I can't do the game justice, so I just have to go into, how does this game make me feel? Like, where am I coming from in terms of how to approach this game? I can't separate myself from my memories. I can't separate myself from my experiences because it's just so, like, innately ingrained in there. And I just find that fascinating. It's this kind of ephemera that I'm just, like, I don't know how I could ever approach this game objectively. But it's this passing experience that I think is actually almost better than the actual partaking of it, maybe? I don't know. I've been wrestling with that in my mind. This is like, how much do I really... Like, you know, the the physical versus digital debates and everything. It's just like, you want the game physical because you want to keep it for you as long as you can. But then I'm also just like, there are a lot of games that I just don't feel are necessarily like needing to be revisited and should just remain in my memory. So digital is more convenient. I can get to that. I don't necessarily need to revisit some games, but there's also some that I buy physical and cartridge because I like to loan it out and give people that experience. So all that to say, that might be an episode in the future, but specifically when it comes to Super Mario Brothers, it's just, it's one of those things that has to be experienced, but I think everybody's experience is going to be different. I feel like a lot of people share a similar experience to me, but, and, you know, obviously in a, in a much different way. It depends on how old you were when this came out. It depends on what you actually watched it with or associated it with. Maybe you associated with renting it from the, the video rental store and spending long, long hours trying to plot all the maps and everything. Or maybe you were the arcade junkie and you found the Versus Super Mario Brothers arcade game somehow and you played it that way, kind of like I did for a bit. I don't know. But I, what I would be really be interested in is hearing what people have to say about this game because it's existed in so many different iterations. It's affected so many different people and impacted so many different lives. Clearly, people love this game, as I do too. So please, why don't you tell me what your experience is? You can reach me however you need to, email, Twitter, all that. But I, I think that would be an interesting thing to explore. So I, I would definitely be interested in hearing that. And maybe I'll read some of your feedback in the future. So Thank you for sticking with this long and rambling episode about Super Mario Brothers, which didn't really end up being about Super Mario Brothers, but sometimes you just gotta follow where your gut takes you, and, you know, even though my gut's, like, super large, because, you know, I'm I'm a little bit chubby here, I I feel like this gut instinct that I had to just kind of roll with it, go with the flow, if you will, I think that helps, so, or maybe I'm just really tired, I don't know, but I would be very interested in hearing your thoughts on Super Mario Brothers. Thank you for listening to the Retronym Podcast. You can find me at Twitter with the username at Retronym, that's spelled R-E-T-R-O-N-I-M, and through email at theretronym at gmail.com. If you enjoyed this episode, please feel free to rate, review, subscribe, and all of that other fun stuff. I don't even know what it is. You can also check out my other podcast, Henshin Dad, if you are curious about the wide world of tokusatsu. Thanks again for taking time to listen to me today, and until next time, keep enjoying the games that you love.